Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, God does not lie. Based on our reading of Numbers chapter 23, verse 17 to 20, let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And when he came to him, behold, he stood by his burnt offering, and the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said unto him, What hath the Lord spoken? And he took up his parables, and said, Rise up, Barak, and hear, hearken unto me, thou son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. There are times when people try to use Christians as their weapons to curse other Christians, but God will not allow that to happen. You see, my friend, God has the power to overwrite the negative things which people want to do against his people. God has the power to put Satan in check and not to allow him to do what he wants to do against his people. Based on the story of Job, Satan needs to ask God for permission to afflict the souls of his people. And he cannot do more than what God authorizes. This principle was seen in the story of Balaam and Balak. Let us spend a few minutes to look at the following verses in Numbers chapter 23. The word of the Lord said the following in verses 13 to 20. And Balak said unto him, Come, I pray thee, with me unto another place, from whence thou mayest see them. Thou shalt see but the utmost of them, and shall not see them all, and curse them from thence. And he brought him into the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. And he said unto Balak, Stand here by the burnt offering, while I meet the Lord yonder. And the Lord met Balak, and put a word in his mouth, and said, Go again unto Balak, and say thus. And he, and he went and came to him, and said, Behold, he stood by his burnt offering, and the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said unto him, What hath the Lord spoken? And he took up his parables, and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Hearken unto me, thou son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Here we see Balak trying a second time to see if Balaam would curse his enemy, the children of Israel. 
So he took Balaam to another location to see if the new vantage point would place Balaam in a better position to curse the children of Israel. But this did not occur. Notice carefully that the first thing Balaam did was to consult with God. Here we see God giving Balak a very strong message. God cannot lie and he does not repent. In other words, I have already said that I will bless the people of God and therefore changing your position will not cause me to change my mind. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he said the following. One, the place is changed. Balak fenced that Balaam, having so full a prospect of the whole camp of Israel from the top of the rock, was either so enamored with beauty of it that he would not curse them, or affrighted with the terror of it that he durst not, and therefore he would bring him to another place, form which he might see only some part of them which would appear more de- depictable and that part at least which would lie in view he hoped he might obtain least to curse and so by degrees he should get ground against them intending no doubt if he had gained this ground to make his attack on that part of the camp of Israel with Balaam now had in, in his eyes and into which he was to throw the fireballs of his curse. See how restless and unwary the church's enemies are in their malicious attempts to ruin it. They lease or they leave no stone unturned, no project untried to compass it. Oh, that we were as full of contrivance and resolution in persecuting good designs for the glory of God. Number two, the sacrifices are repeated. New altars are built, a bullock and a ram offered on every altar, and Balak attends his sacrifices as closely as ever. Were we thus earnest to obtain the blessings as Balak was to procure a curse, we should not grudge the return both of the charge and of the labor of the righteous exercises. Number three, Balaam renews his his attendance on God and God meets him the second time and puts another word in his mouth, not to reverse the former, but to ratify it. If God said not to Balaam, seek in vain, much less will he say to any of the seed of Jacob, who shall surely find him, not only as Balaam, their instructor and oracle, but their bountiful rewarder. When Balaam returned, Balak was impatient to know what message he had. What has the Lord spoken? Are there any better tidings yet? Any hopes of speeding? This should be our inquiry when we come to hear the word of God. Here God is reminding us that when he has pronounced blessings upon people, they cannot be overwritten by Satan. We can put our trust in God because he never changes. His words are ever true and there is nothing that our enemies can do to change that. I pray 
that we will continue to put our trust in God because he never changes. I pray that we will continue to surrender every year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can protect us from the fiery darts and Satan and put us in, put him in check to make sure that he does not do anything to harm us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word today. The reminder, Lord, that you can put the enemy in check, that you never change. Whatever you say, that is what it is. Thank you for reminding us that we can trust your words and we can trust you that whatever we see and whatever we hear, whatever you say, will be the same. Continue to bless us, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.